A lot of times you get so focused on what you don't have that you forget about what you do have. Hi, you're listening to season two of Love Life Millennials. Have a listen and enjoy. You have to find some way to win, even、mm-hmm. though you didn't win a trophy. Right, but when you have made it to the semifinals in 2016, I would assume that there might be a lot of expectation, right, from your peers. And when you,、yep. in, in a sense, did not make it in 2017, how did they react, and how did you react to their reaction? Well. In 2017, that's also when I discovered that luck is a big part of the contest.、Mm-hmm. So in 2016, that was when I was on the the Toastmasters map. People knew who I was. Now it was weird because I remember there was one guy. I was standing outside of the conference center,、mm-hmm. and the glass is soundproof.、Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's soundproof, but. I could hear this guy scream when he saw me, <laughs> and he just comes out and he just starts going on and on about oh how he's so honored to meet me and right, right, just right. to have a conversation with me. So I, I remember at one point we were talking. I remember him just slowly taking his camera <laughs> and getting a picture. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, man, if you, if you want a picture, I, I can I can take a picture with you. You don't have to sneak a picture. <laughs> And and so conspicuously, that's not even sneaking. <laughs> <laughs> But it it was a it was funny. It was it's just at that moment where I realized like okay, people really know who I am now. So now there、mm-hmm. is a expectation that if I come into a room, people are going to like oh that's Aaron Beverly because it's the same look that I would give other people. Mm-hmm, I remember mm-hmm. thinking in years past like oh whoa that's Kwang Yu Yang I I can't believe it and、yeah. I would be so intimidated and now I was the person giving off that intimidation to people but in 2017 it's a perfect lesson that if you're seeing a person who has made it higher at higher levels in the contest before and you're competing against them don't be afraid don't feel intimidated because the fact that you're competing against them means that they can be beat. Right, so there's、Because、that. Win the world championship, you can't win again. So obviously, they did not win the world championship. <laughs> right, so there's less of that surprising factor, and that people have now big hopes, so that when you don't actually achieve that, that will be anticlimactic for you personally. Yeah. So,、uh, yeah, getting back to that point, when you realize that the contest is about luck, sometimes、mm-hmm. you realize that there really is nothing that. You can do like it's really all in the judges' hands, and in that contest, it was a it was probably the toughest semifinal contest because there were three former finalists mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in that contest, and then there was also so I was a second place winner, and then there was another second place winner in that same contest. So it was a solid contest, and I think that all the other contestants knew that there were former finalists in there. So、mm-hmm. they brought their A game. I would say that there were probably about four or five people that could have won that semifinal contest. Right. And it just so happened that there were other semifinal contests where people said, "Oh man, this semifinal contest was weak." And I'm thinking to myself, "Man, why couldn't I be in that contest?" Exactly. Yeah. I felt <laughs> like also some. Well, when I join in to some other contests because they're online, right? So it's quite easy to just tune in and. 
take a watch. I did also realize what you said, which is some areas or some divisions might have weaker contests. I know a lot of people around my circle that they try to participate in different divisions that is like to increase their chance of going mm -hmm. up. Do you advise this? Well, in my clubs, I would compete in all of the clubs. So in the contest, you can complete, you can compete in as many clubs as you're a member of. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they can be in different areas. They can be in dif different divisions. They can be different districts. I would compete in all of them. So at that time, at one time, I was a part of three clubs and I competed in all three of my clubs. Right. Yeah. But most, mostly I would do it for practice. Right. I would practice so that I could move on to the next round with a little bit more experience. And I would be able to apply some of the audience feedback. So some of the live audience feedback, where they laughed, where they didn't laugh. I was able to take that feedback and make some changes to my speech to make it stronger. So that I think is one reason why you should compete in as many clubs as you possibly can in the first round. But once you win one club, you have to pick which area contest you compete in. You can't compete in multiple area contests and you can't compete in multiple divisions, but you can compete in multiple clubs. So compete in as many clubs as you possibly can. If you win one, that'll be great. You can move on to the next round there. If you win all of them, you have to pick one. If you lose all of them, then that gives you some advice that you need to go back to the drawing board. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that also is a part of luck too, because I've heard that there are some clubs that if you win that club, you're going to win the district because it is so tough. So you have some clubs that the competition is stronger than the district level. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely do have that in Shanghai, I say. Yeah. <laughs> right. So now that you have won, I would like to know what, what is it that you're still looking for then in public speaking? Is it more about you now giving back to the mentees under you? I assume you have a lot of mentees. Or is there still a personal goal that you're still in pursuit of? So there is some level of wanting to give back. Toastmasters has been a great organization for me. It's changed my life completely. The contest has changed my life completely. It's given me a, a wider view of the world. Mm -hmm. I didn't know about all the different cultures that I now know of. I would never have thought of being able to reach people in China or reach people in India, reach people in Japan or in even parts of Europe. I didn't think that I would be able to have such a wide view of the world because when I was living in my city in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in the United States, in my neighborhood, the world was small. That's all I knew. So Toastmasters really helped me evolve and become a more wizened person, for lack mm -hmm. of a better word. And I want to give back to the organization and help other people who may be like me. They are good people and they want to learn how to communicate better. Maybe they're people that want to stand out and get a better job, or maybe they're people who want to compete in the international speech contest and grow through the contest. And maybe they are people who are just interested in interacting with people from all over the world. I want to give back. So I want to share my experience. I want to share my stories. And then there's also the element that just because you win the world championship of public speaking doesn't mean that you are the best speaker in the world. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It means that you have won the international speech contest. So you can still get better. You can still grow. 
there are contests that I'm looking at competing in, in the future. I, for instance, I'm great at prepared speeches. I am not so great at impromptu speeches. Hmm. So I want to one day compete in the table topics contest and make a make it a goal to win that contest at the highest level. Right. I want to compete in a humorous contest and win that at the highest level. So there are different goals that I definitely want to achieve. So that's in the Toastmasters and the learning aspect. But then there's also the business aspect where public speaking is so much bigger than Toastmasters itself. Mm -hmm. I really want to, I've started doing more YouTube. Yep. And my YouTube channel, if it, you have access to it, is Aaron W. Beverly your public speaking mentor, where I just give different insights on public speaking. I talk a little bit about contests, about my journey in the contest, and then just general public speaking tips and resource suggestions. Mm -hmm. That's something that I am really passionate about right now, because I believe that communication and public speaking can change the world. Right. And what I find is that people will charge so much to give you basic information about public speaking and i want to shatter that part of the industry i want to give it to people because it should be given to them to help the world not just to help my pockets right yeah i mean youtube is how i found you and i have been really <laughs> helped a lot with your tips especially during my previous contest preparation so thank you for that <laughs> especially that competition series thing yeah i, I watched from oh, yeah. episode yeah. one until that that's amazing yeah, my, my journey yeah, I, I feel like I have really learned a lot from today, especially on the importance of time. Not only is it very crucial for your speech building, but I find that time also gave you the humility to get back up again. Because what I, when I listen to your story, when you lost, obviously you fell down, but then after giving it some time, you then realize that there's something that could that you could change. Uh, of course, that's through the help of your mentor. But when you do give yourself time, then you will start to find like some, oh, this is perhaps something that I can do. And also time is the thing that you need when, even when you win, because then you can start to look at your, let's say, if you're still going for the high competition, you can look back to your speech again and make some more further improvement. And even when you have already won, you're now looking back to the time that you have spent and now it's time for you to give back to the people and start to also what kind of time that you can now um, use as a value for other people because as you said there are a lot of many platforms that you can further deliver and further hone this public speaking skill of yours I, so I, I, I really value that thing that you said today yeah yeah and I mean just to add on to the aspect of time that time also helps you recover when you don't reach the goal that you want. Mm. And uh, just going back quickly to my time in the contest, in 2018, I competed again. Mm. And this time I didn't get out of my district, I placed second. So we had three straight years where I'm regressing in progress. I went from 2016, second place at the world championship to 2017, not even placing in the semifinals to the 2018 now i don't get out of my district i play second in my district i felt that i was improving as a speaker but i wasn't getting the results that i wanted and i really started to get down about this i had to allow some time to pass and then i was able to see things more clearly 
And that year I had competed not only in the international speech contest, but the evaluation contest. I didn't get first place in the international speech contest, obviously, but I had to look at my counter and see that I had a first place trophy for the evaluation contest for my district, the highest level that you can win that contest in my first year ever competing in it, which wow. was a goal that I had wanted back in 2012 to win a championship at the highest level in my first year. So that really helped me connect the dots and think, okay, I may not have gotten the goal that I had wanted, but I need to be appreciative of what I do have. A lot of times you get so focused on what you don't have that you forget about what you do have. And that really helped that time to reflect on that really helped me put into perspective of what I needed to focus on. I needed to focus on my growth as a speaker and my mentality on stage just to focus on growth and the message. So mm -hmm. I decided that 2019, I that was the one year where I did not make it a goal to win the world championship of public speaking. Every year I would make it my New Year's resolution or my New Year's goal would be to win the world championship, win the world championship, win the world championship. And I would change the year every single year. Exactly. 2019, I didn't do it. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened the one year where I didn't make it a goal to win the world championship of public speaking, I won the world championship of public speaking. Exactly. That's the second goal that I found today. When you make it impersonal, sorry, when you make it personal, how do you want to grow? How do you want to progress? That's when you are at your best. And when you're at your best, then really you have done what you could. If you win, then that's a bonus, right? Absolutely. Awesome. And I love that you are also applying this to other platforms of your life. I mean, it's so easy to, to judge a a youtuber's public speaking skill is that yeah i, I actually just uh tried to spot how many cuts did you make and i feel like it, it's it's so less i mean i i can tell that you do it in very few takes and it's just amazing <laughs> well I, I hide it well <laughs> all right you just like zoom out zoom in <laughs> I, I i've become really good at editing <laughs> Yeah, but I still I can find that you do one take really well the way you uh, deliver all those uh, content and materials, the logic, the structure, it, it really helps. Thank you. I appreciate that. Right. So it's almost an hour since we've been talking. I hope the listeners have been taking notes because there are a lot of lessons that Aaron has been sharing with us today uh, that wraps up with the time and also the goal setting that you could immediately apply for your future speeches if you're still competing in the contest or even if you are like me you are already stepped down but as Aaron once said in his video you start preparing even one year before so this is first the mindset that you can start to implement when you write when you build your speech for next year and maybe we will meet there exactly <laughs> so before we close i have two questions for myself actually that's not really relevant to the topic if you don't mind yeah sure um the first one is still a little bit related to public speaking i just want to know how do you source your stories it's like you have been doing this for a decade and i've just been doing this for six months and i'm starting to feel like i've run out of stories to tell but mm -hmm. what about i'm sure like you've delivered more than 100 speeches so where do you do it like do you observe your daily life get a message and then okay let me make a speech about this yeah it definitely helps to have a story file so you just start taking down notes about things that happen to you 
things that are funny, things that make you feel emotional. People who keep a journal, I feel that they have a plethora of stories that they could possibly use because they're always writing out things that happened and how they feel about it. And that personal experience can be used for stories and speeches. I started to realize that I could tell a lot more stories if I do them in a way that makes a little bit of fun of myself. A lot of people, especially when you're younger, it's they say that it's really hard to find stories when you're younger. And it's not necessarily that it's hard, it's just that you think that you need something bigger and grander. You think that you need something that's going to impress the oldest adults. But I hate to break it to you, there's going to be few things in your life that those adults have not already experienced. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to tell them anything new. But what you can do is help them be relatable or be relatable to them by telling them some of the experiences that you have experienced and do so in a joking way. Mm -hmm. So some of the things that I like to do, I like to poke a little bit of fun at myself right. from time to time. And I talk about lessons that I learned. So that's why my dating story worked because <laughs> there were probably other people that have had bad dating experiences. Yeah, that people, yeah. There were probably many people who decided to try to be somebody else that they weren't. And because I was doing this in a way that was poking fun at myself, it made me more relatable. So use those opportunities where you fall short. Stop trying to make yourself seem perfect and stop trying to preach down to people that you need to do this and this because I said so and start just being relatable. Start telling them about your failures. Start telling them about the lessons that you were taught by your family, your, your mom, your dad, your uncles, your aunts. Start talking about those things that don't make you look as good mm -hmm. because that will make you more relatable and it's also easier to find those types of stories i love it i love it being vulnerable really um, makes people relate to you yeah yep and uh, so my second question is as fellow content creators i just wanted to know like for one youtube videos how long do you prepare for it like what would be the ratio for instance a five minute video how long will you take to prepare a five minute video is going to take me hours. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> like I said, I'm not really good at impromptu speaking. I do not have what they call the gift of gab. Mm -hmm. I can't just turn on a camera, start talking and boom, it's perfect. There are some people that can do that. They can get in front of the camera and they can start talking. And then in about 30 minutes, they have something that they can use, probably not even 30 minutes. If they are trying to create a five minute video, they could probably do it in 10 minutes. Right. I can't do that. So I have to first research my topic. I have to, I script it out. Mm -hmm. And then I get in front of the camera. And even then I have to go through so many takes to get it to the way that I like it. Mm -hmm. So it takes me a long time to create the videos. But what I found is that I enjoy the process. There are a lot of people who enjoy the fruit rather than the labor. I actually enjoy the labor and the fruit is just the bonus. Awesome. So I don't have the biggest channel in the world. It's a small channel, only have about, I'm approaching 3000 subscribers, mm -hmm. but it's still good to see my videos out there and the hundreds of people that look at them right now, those are hundreds of people that are getting benefit from it. Yeah, I'm one of so them. I, I, I enjoy that. I don't, I want the thousands of views. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. I want yeah. the thousands and hopefully millions of views one day and the millions of subscribers one day. But I'm still satisfied with just being an artist and putting content out that people enjoy. 
it's just about the mentality the exact same mentality that you apply for contests right you make it exact personal and that's how you grow and hopefully one day you hit the jackpot and grow right exactly <laughs> awesome awesome so just to recap once again for the listeners uh, today we've learned about winning mentality and that is through letting time bring you forward no matter if you're behind or if you're already at front don't also forget to keep practicing apply any feedback filter this is especially important for me because i am always hungry for feedbacks and at times i find myself overwhelmed oh now what should i apply <laughs> so yeah. this is what i what i'm definitely going to take note in the future and then lastly is just going to be yeah continue to make a personal goal of what you want to achieve and thereby becoming your best so thank you very much Aaron for sharing this talking with you is always full of value i hope the listeners at home if you're like passionate about public speaking you can always check his instagram post a lot of tips and also his youtube videos as i said even though it's small but it's all it's still big with value so <laughs> i will leave the details to his channels and these other platforms in the descriptions below if you feel like you have some more questions you can dm him or dm me on instagram wherever you wish to connect to us and we will try our best to uh, respond to you so aaron is there any final remark before we close this well all i can say is that you just need to keep speaking keep improving and keep moving forward and upward don't give up keep on speaking even if you may not feel that you're getting the goals that you want eventually you will exactly what i love about public speaking is everyone starts the same it's always a fair playing ground all right so that will be it thank you so much for listening as always i hope you have a good day have a good weekend and an even better one ahead for now we'll be saying bye bye to aaron bye see you around <laughs>